Uh, we gonna pick a distro now or later? Ooh, um, we should probably pick it now, right? Um, distro. Um, hum. Let me hold on. I'm gonna close down all these chats. You gonna spin the wheel or? <laughs> Do we have a wheel? We should. We, we don't should probably have a have wheel. A wheel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh Well, it can't be arch based, and it can't be Ubuntu based. All right, fair. But it definitely can't be Debian either. We've done all the top ones. We've done MX. We've done Endeavor. We've done Mint. We've done Manjaro. We've done Pop. We've done Ubuntu. We've done Fedora. We haven't done Debian, but no. We've done Garuda. We've done Zorin. We've done OpenSUSE. We've done. We haven't done Linux Lite, but it's Ubuntu based. So, eh. Right. Um, I want to do Elementary again, but mm, uh, KDE Neon. We do. We have done right. We yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. Is it time? Is it time to do Kali? <laughs> can we because they've gone rootless they're not they're 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 not they don't log in as root by default now so it's a little more <laughs> user friendly user focused user something coming up in this episode is endeavor arch the history of Endeavor. We belly up to the saloon, and RMRF is so forever. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of Linux User Space. I'm Leo. And I'm Dan. So, Dan. In the teaser, I asked a question. Mm -hmm. Is Endeavor Arch? Now, obviously, is an, Endeavor is an Arch derivative, but I guess what I'm really getting at is if you run Endeavor on your laptop, can you say, I run Arch? With no qualifiers whatsoever, just, I run Arch. No, oh, by the way, I don't think so. Oh, oh. Why? Why not? Why, uh, why do you not, think? So... I, I feel like you've missed the boat on some of what uh, keeps Arch super simple. And that mm. is building it up from almost nothing um, by you, you took a little shortcut to get there. And by it by doing that, it it uh, it's not building it. You're not building it. It's it's not not the same. So it I does see. some of those things for you. Um, without you knowing about it. And that's supposed to be part of the Arch experience, is that you know exactly what goes into your system and you do it all right from the start. I see. Well, I I disagree. Okay. I think running Endeavor is outside of obviously what you were talking about, right? Like you did not build it up. You didn't install Blue Z yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But once you get Arch installed... You never, ever, 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 ever do that again. Well, well, if if you're, you're right. good at Arch, right? Like if if you're good, if you know what you're doing, and all of this, you 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 would never set it up like that again. You would you would have time shift involved, or you would be taking right. system images. So you would you probably wouldn't never do that again. Or even if you did, you had scripts that you wrote that would get yeah. you to that point again. Yeah, you you take you know your configuration files and you know copy them and add them back and then you know you're right back to where you started or left off. 
Right. So and- I, I, I get you there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think, I think I feel like that some of that experience, though, is what makes Arch Arch. Well, I mean, if you if you look back a few episodes, I mean, right. So we we went through we went through the muck. We, we did. We, we, we absolutely tr- we trudged did. through it all. Mm-hmm. And then for this episode, we were running Endeavor for an entire month. So we did. Yeah. So maybe maybe cobbling it together yourself one time, getting through that, mm-hmm. and then running Endeavor forever. Um, well, yeah. Does so, that count? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say that Endeavor. Not to give too much away for the rest of the episode, but Endeavor might be one of the closest that you can get to. Right. And still be close to Pure Arch. Yeah, and that's the exact catalyst for this question. Yeah. Because, you know, once once we start getting to how Arch went, you you run the risk of just describing how Arch behaves. Right. So right. So it's 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 a very it's a tightrope you walk. Mm-hmm. When you try to describe what Endeavor is versus what Arch is without conflating the two. Right. And there's there's a sliver right in the middle that's exactly that. But outside of that, it's just Arch. So, yeah. I, so to kind of to kind of finish up the point that I was making before, which is 99% of the time that you are running Arch, you're not installing it. And uh, yeah, you know, Endeavor right. gives you that one percent head start, and then for the you know for the ninety nine percent of the time, you're still having a Pac Man SYU or Yay this and that. Oh, and you need to keep your mirrors up to date, and you know <laughs> your, your 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 keys and all of that stuff, right? You've got to you still need to curate it, just like you do Arch. I'll I'll right. I'll agree with that. Um, you don't get as many helper tools as you do in some of the other distros that we've reviewed, like Arco Very and Garuda. True. They come with a lot of things loaded up to to keep you right. and, doing the system administration. Not and that, I think not with that Endeavor doesn't do any of that. It just it is much more pure and it's a lot more left on you. Right. And I think I would fall into your boat of it's not really I mean, it's not like it's not really Arch. Um, I mean, obviously you're running on an Arch base, but mm-hmm. you know there there is no self maintenance in something like Garuda. Sure, you still have to push the buttons and things like that yep. every now and then. But um, easy mode Arch, right? It's still Arch, but yep. it's easy mode yeah. Arch. Yep. Um, and it's yep. way easier to say. Well, you just really run Garuda. Um, but Endeavor is just so close. It is close. There's, there's so much about Endeavor that is really just Arch that. I feel pretty comfortable saying if you run one, you run the other. If you're running Endeavor, you're pretty much as vanilla as you get. But, I mean, Garuda's out here coming with these amazingly cool and fancy KDE, you know, configurations and things. So it is is far and away not what Arch ships. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question to answer, I think. It is a tough question, and... um... I I'm I'm still gonna say that no no you're not you're not running Arch. Uh, That's okay. You, I'll, I'll uh, stay on the other side of the fence from you. <laughs> th- there are a couple of tools they give you, so I mean it is just a maybe it's just enough to set it aside and make it a little bit different. Um, sure, the branding is a little bit different too. Like that, well, that's a thing. Like, that, sure, sure. That's that's part of uh, Arch is they give you like very little branding. It's just whatever the desktop environment you chose, you get the defaults right. of those. You don't get, you know, uh, you know, you don't get 
arch wallpaper per se, although you can go get that, but, um, right. Like you have to do that on your own. Yeah. You know, so. And I, I think, uh, Endeavor's pretty close to that. They give you a wallpaper though. So, yeah. I, yeah. and, and the new wallpaper is amazing. Those Artemis things are Neo. really cool. <gasps> I like it. I didn't even change it. Normally yeah. the first thing I do when I'd start getting settled in, one of the first things I do is I change the wallpaper and I didn't do that. You didn't I just need left to. It. No, no, it was nice. And the colors were good. good. I, it made me feel nice. I like, I liked it a lot. Yep, and so in honor of the the episode, I've got got your NASA, NASA shirt, shirt nice. right? I've got uh, my my NASA penguin back oh, here, nice. right? I mean, you can't get any more space Linux than a penguin in a NASA suit, right? In a in a um in an astronaut suit, right? Right. So yeah, I I came ready, came ready for this episode. Totally, totally, I agree. <laughs> nice. All right, so we'll not agree, we'll, but. We'll not agree. Um, yeah, but I I think uh I think it's a, an interesting question to ask regardless. So I guess really what do you think? What does uh what do you think, listener? Is Endeavor close enough to Arch that you could just say I run Arch and start slapping Arch stickers on everything and throw the by the ways here and there? Yeah. Or is it not? Hmm. I'll leave you with another question. Okay. Does it really matter? It does not. And I think Dan and I are, are just having fun. We are. With the conversation. And there's absolutely no flaming or by the waying in any kind of seriousness right, here. Right, right. No, absolutely. And nor should anybody take this question and try to do that kind of thing with it anywhere else. Because at the end of the day, what... Dan thinks or what I think about Arch or not Arch, it doesn't matter. No. Because we're all on the Linux kernel anyway. Yep. So just let's just enjoy the Linux kernel the way that it is and not worry too much about the flavor that sits on top of that. I agree with that. Yeah. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to send us a buck over at patreon.com slash Linux user space. And if you haven't subbed on YouTube, do it. Do it now. YouTube.com slash Linux user space. And you'll find our channel. Then you can hit the subscribe thing. You know, ding the bell. Get the notifications. Why do you have to ding the bell now? I still don't understand why you have to do an extra step to make the thing do what it used to do before. You used to click one button and it worked. And now yeah. you got to click two buttons. Pretty soon there's going to be, you got to subscribe and then you got you to gotta ding the bell and then you got to check a box. Well, if you want to comment, that helps too, I guess. Well, that's cool too, because I enjoy the conversation, but the bell. Why the bell? Yeah, yeah I don't know the bell. I don't get the bell. From Voyager to Manjaro, back to Voyager, and then to Antergos. Brian Puwadmojo didn't know it at the time, but he had just found his home. When troubleshooting Paymac after an update left it broken, he needed to log into the forums. Fearful that forums were infested with nameless graybeard trolls just waiting for a fresh newbie to belittle, he quickly realized the Antergos forums weren't that at all when he encountered the handles Joe and Fernando, who walked him through the terminal usage to fix things. Brian had little choice. He was hooked on the community. Later, when Antragos announced they were closing up shop in May of 2019, and with three months' time at best, Brian asked the community he grew to love 
would we like to continue this community on another forum? Focused mostly on the community aspect and still green as far as Arch and Linux were concerned, he expected a few more technical members to take the initiative and make Antergos 2.0. Instead, he found himself in the middle of a new distro's birth with all eyes on him. Even while protesting that he would just be in the way, our novice Antergos user was now the reluctant leader for a ragtag bunch of Arch users that were ready to take on a new challenge. Of course, Brian did what anybody in that situation would do. He announced an entirely new project. He petitioned the newly formed community for names, but with pushback on every name submitted, including astronomically named Endeavor, they were stuck. With an attractive hosting deal's time limit running out and the community's support hitting a fever pitch with space and spacecraft-themed wallpaper ideas, Endeavor OS was born. Ooh, what a story. That is a great story. So in 2019, we mentioned it a second ago, May, Antergos dies. And it was for lack of time. For yeah, no. the same reason a lot of projects die, right? Mm-hmm. They had some things that made them unique, um, and uh, the community was definitely one of them, and obviously that hooked Brian. And it did, right? I mean, the, the community was uh, a huge piece. He had talked about yeah. uh, coming from Voyage, uh, but I, I didn't know Voyager was an Ubuntu-based distribution. Yep. It, it, it would have been on my list had I known about it, but, and it's still going strong. There's a 22, or a, yeah, 2204.1 already so i mean they they stay very up to date but i just never heard of it which right. is interesting it's on the list it's a short <laughs> <Right>. list <laughs> definitely <laughs> so after enter goes dies long live endeavor right um so joe and fernando their usernames were changed a little bit to make the story flow a little bit better but uh johannes kamprad um, who goes by Joe Kamprad on the forums and Fernando Frozi and Manuel joined quickly after the announcement of hey Anagos is dead. We need right. we you know, I wanna I wanna keep the community together. What are we gonna do? Those three joined, helped uh change the plan, right? Which yeah, was no, just no. a community thing. Right. The plan was just to continue on with the community that was already existing and keep the things that they already had. And so they changed it like really early days. Right. To a whole actual distro. Um and so in the About Us page of Endeavor, which made this part of the history gathering really nice, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. um, there, there's a quote. With the plan to turn Endeavor into Endeavor OS, we deliberately traveled another road than Antergos did. It never was, and it will never be our intention to be an Antergos clone. Mm -hmm. In fact, our departure point was the Antergos community and not the Antergos distro. And that's why we chose to let go of the look and feel of our predecessor and find our own voice in creating our own identity with the community at our side. So uh, Antrigos was very big on um, like having sane defaults and nice defaults. Still close to Arch, though. Very close, it, it, it intentionally uh, close to Arch and not straying too far. You know, right. sane, sane defaults, yes. Right, and Endeavor took the opposite approach, which is, it is what it is. That's what Gnome said it is, or that's what Plasma decided right, it was, right, or that's right. what XFCE ships with. So, right. 
And so it it um Endeavor has that keep it simple arch underpinning. Yep. Uh but it's still intended for intermediate users. Um because yep. as as you're gonna find out pretty quickly, they they didn't install anything like PayMac out of the box. You can go put it there if you want to, but right. you have to know how to get that all set up and configured to do everything you want it to do. So uh one other quote from the about us this resulted in a distro that is lightweight and ships with a minimum amount of pre-installed apps mm -hmm. and almost blank canvas ready to personalize so on june 23rd of 2019 the endeavor os website is launched i think this is this is planting the flag in the ground yep. and as we mentioned before uh in in the bit of the story that 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 introed this um they were running out of time. They had to decide on a name. Yep. There was a good deal on web space, on hosting, on all of this stuff, but they had to decide on a name, a domain, everything. Right, right. And that's what um uh that's what pushed them forward. Uh there was one design person, I think. He was gonna be the person that decided uh I'll I'll handle all the web facing stuff mm -hmm. and make yep. it look pretty and everything. Um, that particular person was the source of the biggest amount of the pushback of, well, I don't like that name. I don't like that name. I don't like that name. Well, he couldn't come up with any names either. <laughs> so everybody, you know, after well, everybody started making wallpapers and, right. you know, putting penguins in space and stuff, um, Endeavor kind of stuck. It became a meme for the community and that meme became the name. Right. So you got to plant the flag. You got to take that deal, plant the flag, call it Endeavor OS and... It's, they didn't change the name, right? Yeah, once you get there, yeah. Just keep it going. Right. And so the community had to had to come around somewhere. That's July 2nd. The forum is launched. A week later on the 7th, the Mastodon account is announced following a promise to keep things on open platforms that kind of got muddled along the way because there's a pretty big Twitter presence and a few other accounts around. But They I mean, still have uh, the open things too. So, you know, oh, sure. Ma Mastodon, right. um, you know, Matrix is there. Right. Um, you know, those things are, 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 they're very prominent still. So, right. Absolutely. Um, then July 15th, uh, I'm sorry, July 10th, the first beta is available. So you can already get your feet wet with Endeavor with that vanilla goodness already. Yeah, so we went from May to July, and now, now we're already doing a, a beta release. And July 15th, the first online stable release. So it betaed for five whole days, and then the first offline stable release is available, which includes the customized XFCE desktop environment, which is the only one they customized, and they started doing that very early. The 15th is also the day the Endeavor... Uh, Endeavor OS will strive to hit every month with their releases. So the 15th is a early target. Every month, they're going to try to put out an ISO, and we'll see just how that goes. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, <laughs> so it's month, a good target. It's the middle of the month, so there you go. <laughs> right, exactly, right? So August, not 15th, the 17th, after a, day of, uh, a delay of two days for the August ISO, it arrived on time the second time, right? <laughs> so it was the 15th, and we're like, well, it's going to be two more days. Oh, they hit that target. Um, then another month goes by, September 11th. The path is set. The focus is on a net installer, which offers plenty of choice, but XFCE will stay the flagship desktop environment, and a soon-to-be-released quarterly magazine named Discovery is announced, and donations to the tune of $5 once, or monthly. 
server space costs money, you know. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> yep. it does. Then the 15th, right on target. The ISO is available. And remember, like they don't really have names or just they're just respins yeah, of just, the same stuff. Yeah. It's arch, right? Like you're just getting newer packages <laughs> of the same stuff. So it's it's not like much changes in those particular things. So there's not really a lot to say. September 28th, the Discovery Magazine gets a wider scope, and it'll be much more. It'll be a magazine, a site where community contributions are welcome and focused on the AUR, community scripts, and workarounds. You know, the stuff that you need for Arch when things break. Sure. Uh, The distribution gets a finer definition as well. These ideas were already around, but defined in a forum post here and there. But now the ideas are officially becoming part of the Endeavor OS identity. and so. Uh, quoted, Endeavor OS aims at the group of distro hoppers that are looking for a new challenge in their Linux experience by getting their feet wet, ready to get some elbow grease with Arch Linux in a friendly environment. It was and never will be our vision to offer a feature-rich and out-of-the-box experience. So, and this is going to be a recurring theme. They have to say Mm -hmm. it over and over. And it's because they have the stigma of coming from Antergos, which right. did offer that, right, and they can't shake it, and to this day, still cannot shake it. Um, they, I mean, they should. He said it. Brian said it enough times. I think people. Oh, should everybody get the should by know now. now right? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but still, still. Anyway, the AUR helper Yay will be the standard instead of the GUI installer Paymac. And I don't know how many times on the forums I saw, hey, where's Paymac? Why is Paymac not installed? Where is this at? Where, why, why is that not there? And it's, yeah, just use yay. Right. <laughs> just, just use yay. Go install it. Use yay. <laughs> right. October 15th, right on target. The ISO's there. October 23rd, the Kalu update notifier is busted. So up until this point, they were using Kalu to let you know that you had to go run your updates. Um, but speaking of updates, some updates of the Arch packages broke it. So you're encouraged to do things by hand for now, the next day. And I'm, this is amazing, by the way, the next day, one day, one, one, uh, a a homespun (laughs) update notifier, the EOS, uh, updater update notifier. I forget Mm -hmm. what it's called. was found to be a bit aggressive, right? So they launched it. People gave feedback on it in the same 24 hours here. Seemed to be a bit aggressive and in your face with a two hour check and notification. It's kind of annoying. It's a little Um, quick. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But they say, all right, be patient. We're going to fix it. Manuel is not a superhero, but we'll get it. We'll get it, you know, Mm -hmm. sorted. Seven minutes later, an update on the forum post. That's not superhuman, like, yeah, I'm just going to say. Yeah, no. Just seven minutes <laughs> later, there's an update to it. So, you know, I don't know if he's a superhero or not, but we should keep tabs on him. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the net installer on November 1st is on hold due to Joe's real world obligations. Yeah. So the next day, Discovery launches with a few articles written by Brian himself that aren't available anymore that I could find. You can still get some of them on uh, archive.org, but uh, one of my favorites and another recurring theme um, is an article about. Well, titled Rolling Release Distros Suck. Now, well, he's not saying that that's just feedback that, you know, you get uh, about rolling release distros. 
Um, but it's a suggestion. It's mm-hmm. a it's an article written to implore you to stay cool as cucumber, mm-hmm. right? Arch yeah. distros change a lot, and sometimes you run into bugs. Be excellent to each other when that happens because oh. it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. And as always, the community is there. That's what that, that's the biggest part of Endeavor is the community. Well, I think it's easy to miss a memo and and having a friendly face on the other side saying, "Hey, you missed this." Yeah, is is a yep. lot better. So, yep. he's got a good point. Right on the sixth of November, the heavy lifters are finally set in stone. We've heard these names already, though. But Fernando is ISO development foundation work in Calamaris and Calamaris implementation. Joe is ISO development, post-check foundation, Calamaris, and DE theming. Manuel is developer implementation for EOS, cleaning up the installation scripts and general post-checks. And Brian is website, server maintainer, community manager, and general coordinator. See, he never quite dove in too terribly far to the technical part of any of this. Um, But hey. That's okay. You need someone to do all those things. You do. And everybody rallied around Brian. So Having good roles defined, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's fantastic, honestly. And and having a a less technical role and having somebody focus on those things, that's really needed. Yep. November 14th. It's noted that the November release will take a little longer than the 15th due to some issues with laptop sleep and XFCE shortcuts. And on the 20th, it's decided we're just not going to have a November release at all. The focus is on a bigger and better December release, including the net installer. But in the meantime, Brian's going to take a quick break. That happened. That lasted for about a whole week. <laughs> Honestly, I think you take a month, but hey, yeah, you know, a week. week, week's cool. Catch your breath. That's okay. This, the this, uh, December 5th, the December not release refresh is released to address the Kalu issues on October 23rd. But remember, it's not the December release, just a bug fix kind of thing. Mm-hmm. December 8th, the monthly release on the 15th is now a bi-monthly release, so the team can remain sane. So they're taking a step back a little bit, giving themselves a little more breathing room. And Endeavor Welcome app, EOS Welcome, uh, looked a little different back then, but it's the same Welcome app, yep. has been gaining momentum in the background. Yep, that one. Oh, and a friendly reminder, again, they're not the Entregos successor. You just got to keep reminding folks, yep. right? They know where you came from, so they're going to keep tacking you with that. Anyway, December 20th, with Arch preparing a lot of changes to Xorg, the Christmas surprise net installer is postponed. Uh, some bugs, so hang on a little longer. Yeah, yeah. December 22nd, a Christmas miracle happens anyway with the addition of the Alpix mirror for packages and ISOs instead of just simply hosting them on GitHub. So they have a real live mirror now, and those start coming in more and more uh, as time goes on, but Alpix was the first. Okay. The next day, another miracle The net installer is stable and ready for inclusion on the December ISO. No beta period because uh, they're just that confident. The team is- Get rid of there. Yeah, just shove it in. The team's happy with the basic function and they need your feedback. So, you know, test it, but it's not a test. (laughs) 2020, February 13th, there's a recurring theme on the forum. This is, I mentioned it before and I'll probably mention it again. Chill out. Stuff goes wrong. Just relax. 
think you know there's a person on the other end of that handle yeah, even if it's sure. if it's you know um turkey joe or yeah. something right yeah, it's yeah, still it's sage advice yeah right so you know chill out february 28th the bi-monthly iso is gonna be a little late the focus is now on when it's ready look ahead the plan is to include translations for the welcome app Lux encryption in Calamaris, updated branding and theming for Calamaris, a separate NVIDIA ISO. Yeah, you NVIDIA folks, you got to get a whole new thing. So users with the new NVIDIA GPU can boot the ISO because before you couldn't because Nouveau just wouldn't work. The regular core system updates such as the Linux kernel and the Mesa updates will be included as well. March 16th, the ISO is pushed back again. This time, do you remember March? Do you remember what happened March yeah. 2020? Yeah, it wasn't mm. so, yeah. Lockdowns, man. Yep. Yeah. So that happened. Um, and on the 19th, the hits keep coming. Everybody has a busted certificate. Bite them at least once. And this just happened to be Endeavor OS's time. Mm. So, yeah. Every time you went to the website, it was like, Mm-mm, not secure. You shouldn't do this. Don't run away really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Then on April 7th, the ISO marches on, and a release date is imminent. So April 11th, the April release has arrived. The separate ISO mentioned in February never happened. Instead, it was all rolled into an option in the universal ISO. Calamaris is almost 100% with partitions still causing some pain, but Lux encryption is available. Vanilla theming? except for XFCE, is the standard. And the Alpix mirror is now baked right into the installer, so a little faster. April 20th, the April release had some weird boot issues that were seemingly random. I saw the forum post on this one and couldn't really get a lock on what hardware, because it was sometimes and it wasn't sometimes, and other people with the same hardware were just fine and random. Sounds very kernel-related, but yeah. Probably. But a new ISO was spun to address those. Uh, May 10th, the May release is released. The focus is mostly on hardware compatibility and performance. Uh, This is the first time, by the way, that we hear about the Linux Pizza Mirror. I didn't, there was no announcement about them being added, I think just because, you know, Mirrors were getting added kind of at a faster pace now, so it didn't warrant, you know, each individual getting uh, getting a shot. But I like Linux Pizza. I think it's in Sweden. Uh, it's actually kind of slow for me here in the States, but um, I choose it anyway because it's called Linux Pizza. Yeah, pizza. <laughs> so, May 15th, the Welcome app gets a facelift. So it's starting to look a lot more like what yeah. we expect, what we see today. July 15th. The anniversary, the one-year anniversary, and on this anniversary, we get a whole new release. On the back of donations throughout the year, July sees Endeavor OS's back-end hardware improvements, which keep the project afloat. The Welcome app gains a tab for own commands. I saw the screenshot, really is called own commands, but now uh, I think it's known as personal commands, or it was. And there was a package cleanup option added to keep the system nice and tidy. September 19th, the new ISO is uh, dropped as well as Endeavor OS ARM. So the welcome app gets a few more translation, a resolution button that helped out quite a few people, Mm. and 
access to new wallpapers with community wa- with a community wallpaper selection in the works. The GNOME Software Center and KDE Discover ripping them out, just causing confusion. Needed. Right. I mean, just use Paymac, use Yay, use whatever. Just not those. It's gonna it's gonna mess you up. So um, and and the built-in notifier um won't give Arch specific news anymore for the same reason, right? Some of those mm-hmm. applied to you, some of those did not. Right. But um, right, but you got all the all, all the notifications to the face anyway, and so you were like, well, so you had to hit the forum every time, like, right, right, do I right. need to? Is this a manual intervention or right. no? Anyway, the ARM edition was tested on the Odroid N2, the N2 Plus, the XU4, and the Raspberry Pi 4B. Um, but that's that's not it. That, that's what they were tested on. But there were also manuals uh, for the Pinebook Pro, Pine64, and Rock64. Um, but the statement was made that if it makes the minimum hardware cutoff, it's probably fine. So December 4th, the November release was obviously delayed, uh, but the September's, September ISO's online installer still works just fine. So the cool thing about that is that, right, you connect up to Wi-Fi, you run, yep. you run the installation online, pulls all the newest updates. So, you know, it's, it's not a big deal to not have um, a new ISO. It's mostly just the kernels and tools if yeah. it jives with your hardware. Un- underlying bits, but like all the packages you install are going to be the latest ones anyway. Right. So if you can get to the point where you can turn Wi-Fi on, you're you're golden. You're good. Yeah. December 15th, Fernando gets a new job and takes a back seat on development. Now keep in mind, Fernando was the one that worked on pretty much all of the early stuff for getting Endeavor bootstrapped and 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 working. Um he worked on so that was Antergos and then there was Portergos, I think is what it was called. Um, a- anyway, uh, a lot of the Portergos stuff is what ended up in Endeavor, mm-hmm. which is what okay. ran a lot of the early Endeavor stuff. Anyway, so we'll hear more about that in a minute. 2021, February 3rd. Uh, the November release is available. Uh, wait a minute. It's February. Yeah, the, yeah <laughs> the, the release that was supposed to be in November is now in February. But Brian puts it, uh, it was just fashionably late. Sure, just, yeah. That was it. More translations, more terminals, faster mirror updates, Pactiv is added to the check changes, um, and lots of bugs are squashed. So still making a lot of progress. March 15th, the website gets a refresh, and also important news is added uh, to GitHub. So you can still go there now. I've got a link to it in the show notes. You can go and see, like, these are the headline issues you need to know about these things. There are not a whole lot, and it, it's, uh, it's got a historical view on it as well. So you can see the very first one, which was now, um, and then every subsequent, uh, you know, important news announcement, you got to deal with this um, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, let you know there. what so you have it, to deal with in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the March 28th, the February release had a bug where updating the welcome app from the welcome app broke the welcome app and prevented it from launching the welcome app. So <laughs> the solution is just not to update the welcome app. Easy enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that one was on the GitHub important news page. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, absolutely. Just don't update it. 
Uh, April 3rd, Discovery, the magazine slash wiki slash community resource slash blog has been discontinued due to lack of writers. It was always meant to be a community thing, and uh, Brian was the the biggest voice there. Mm -hmm. And so instead, it's going to be just more of a knowledge base for x86, 64-bit machines, ARM systems, and where you can find some video tutorials. And it's kind of... I can't say it changed a whole heck of a lot. It's still no, it's a still bit of mostly a, that. Yeah, yeah, it's still a knowledge base. Still kind of a not not really a wiki, but it's it's, yeah, it's certainly somewhere you go to figure yeah. stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, April seventeenth. I always want to call this like B Swim or something, but that's yeah, not B- how it's B S P W M. Yeah. What does that stand for? Something. I believe it does. Um, well, it's a window <laughs> manager, obviously. So I, WM I is window manager. Too. I got you there. <laughs> yeah, um, right. It's I yeah. BSP stands for something. Yes. Yep. It is definitely a window manager. We know that much. Uh, and Sway community additions are added to the installer, and we say goodbye to Deepin. Everybody had trouble with Deepin on Arch, and there was an improved experience that was promised. Pretty much anybody that was shipping it was like, "It's gonna, it'll be fine." eventually and then it just never was so um i think we're in a better spot now but but then not so much june 29th it's announced that the anniversary iso won't be available july 15th uh, not because some uh because of something that's broken though um that's that's the big thing they're postponing it not because they just couldn't fit everything in in time but because the isos as we know them are being redesigned So here it comes. Since Fernando held much of the knowledge, all that stuff that came from Portagos that uh, Endeavor was using, um, since he had taken a step back, looking ahead, it was simpler to just redesign it all. A clean slate, so to speak. August 4th, that redesign is already paying dividends ahead of their next release. Installs that sometimes took hours are now being clocked in at about 6 to 15 minutes. Wow. And even three minutes. Uh, they clocked an install at three minutes with the caveat that uh, they had super fast internet. So, hey, if you got fast internet, you got a fast install. August 27th, ISO Next. They were trying to figure out what to call, what to call this. And for now, they called it ISO Next. Mm-hmm. That was launched as the first product after the redesign and the improved install speeds came with it apps info which is still there today was introduced which linked to information and how to's for each of the application endeavor os relies on community wallpapers they said it now they did it uh, are now available so you can go grab those colin morris got an overhaul and is very close to what we see today so that yep. process pretty similar ButterFS now has automatic sub volume support and i'm enjoying that right now it's amazing i love it i don't have to do anything it's yeah it is nice does it for me uh no need to double log in for wi-fi uh that is something that has bugged me on every live installation Mm. of anything ever forever because it's annoying yeah you type in your wi-fi password you install you get the updates you reboot now what do you got to do type you in your wi-fi password log again. back not into anymore. the wi-fi yeah not an endeavor the lts kernels are now an option in the installer and a ton Ooh. more just oh there's I've, I've, that was the, the list is long 
it it was huge this, mm-hmm. this i mean 2021 20, 2020 and 2021 was when you had these seismic shifts of right. how good endeavor was getting and it just got better and better and better with every release i mean it was obviously it was in the interim between those releases but the releases when everybody pays pays attention right. so that's when all this news kind of comes out anyway december 3rd atlantis 21.4 is out and is the first release to sport the new aircraft name with a year dot month version number. It makes it a little easier to figure out if Much you're on easier. the right ISO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ships with a hot fix feature, one of my favorite, that allows devs to push patches to the Calamaris installer before it starts in online scenarios. This prevents having to spin ISOs as frequently, but the offline installer will still need fixes that will require a new ISO to be spun. But so this hotfix thing, when there are issues, uh, you you go online and then when you launch the Calamaris installer, before the Calamaris installer launches, it pulls down a new Calamaris. So it launches only the newest one that has any fix that they've pushed since then. Mm -hmm. Fantastic way to deal with with issues in the installer. Uh, Pipewire is now the default, and ButterFS uses Z standard compression by default, and again, the list goes on. December 17th, two weeks later, almost on the dot, Atlantis Neo, an interim release, is here. So this is when they announce Endeavor will now see major and interim releases. Major releases are exactly as they sound, right? The Atlantis one, the right. okay, I won't, I won't spoil it. We have more, but the named ones, right? And uh, the interim releases fix workarounds that were required previously, make right. ISO wide changes, and will also bring with them updated upstream packages. Uh, Atlantis Neo specifically. Included Power Profiles Demon, replacing TLP, encrypted ButterFS, now works with Swap, and a few others. Now, as a Christmas surprise, which was part of the interim release, but it like it wasn't, they just happened to be at the same time. Um, LXDE is now official, and Qtile and Openbox are community editions. So, uh, side yeah. note, if a second interim release is required, and spoiler, we haven't seen one yet. No. It would be named Nova. So Atlantis Nova could have been a thing, but it wasn't. Didn't need, yeah. didn't need it. 2022, current year, January 21st. The Raspberry Pi 4 gets 64-bit support. Prior to this, 32-bit only. It worked. But right. if you had more than 4 gigs of RAM, if you had the 8-gig version, yeah, yeah you were, mm, not quite. And then April 8th. Apollo 22.5 is launched with Worm. Yeah, this is interesting. Worm. I suppose Worm was chosen because it starts with a W, ends with an M, window manager, right? Because it's a new X11-based window manager developed by Codec 12, a member of the Community Editions team. Firewall D is enabled by default. Mm -hmm. UFW seems to be the go-to for a lot of them. It does, um, but yeah, they have Firewall D. But, you know, I've, I've got a bit of a Red Hat background, so Firewall D is, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Enabled by default. And to the relief of security folks everywhere, right? Like, <laughs> What's well, actually enabled, which is another thing that a lot of distros right. don't do either. That's what I mean. Like, having it enabled by default, yeah. it's, it's one thing to say, well, just don't open that port. It's another thing to say, don't open that port and, and you know, whatever you do, don't poke a hole in the firewall. Right. 
you have that extra catch, which is the firewall. So right. yeah, firewall D, beautiful, enabled, beautiful. Uh, quick start is available upon install to help install common apps on a new system. And ButterFS is refined even more by yep. compressing all files after installation instead of just newly created files. Okay, a little background on this. Um, basically, what would happen is the Z standard wouldn't apply to files that were plopped on your system during install. They would right. only apply to files after. Now, if those system files got updated, of course, they would be compressed. Compressed, yeah. But if they never got touched, never got updated, never moved or anything like that, uncompressed. So this is now the swap to, yep, everything is compressed. After mm -hmm. the install, we're going to make sure we're going to compress it. April 27th, the Apollo ISO sees a fix, and there's a workaround for those that need it. The issue was due to an Arch Linux key ring update. So Ooh, we said yeah, that here's the, one. <laughs> yeah, the security certificate expired. Kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, online installations were fixed via the hotfix, so that was fantastic, right. right? I mean, if you had an internet connection, you didn't really even see this because you immediately hopped on your Wi-Fi or plugged in, um, and so you got all the fixes immediately, but um, the workaround was needed for the offline folks, and the fix was trivial, right? I mean, they, they had instructions well, how to do it, how to deal with it and everything. It's, but and it's a fairly common thing in Arch, too, because like mm -hmm. that's they do it when they roll out their new ISOs. Right. Right. Exactly. So the fix was trivial, but if you didn't apply the fix or if you didn't get the hot fix, eh, your install would likely fail. Mm -hmm. June 24th, Artemis 22.6 is launched, named after NASA's Artemis mission meant to lay the foundation for a future Mars mission. Artemis, the Endeavor OS version, lays the foundation for future ARM development. The ARM team has seen lots of success so far with the Odroid N2 series and Raspberry Pi and a plan to add the Pinebook support to that list. Downgrading Endeavor OS packages is now supported with EOS Downgrade. Mm. And keyring issues should be much less of an issue now that the online installation updates yep. it automatically. Cool stuff. July 4th. Oh, what a day. The forum is dead. I went down a rabbit hole figuring out what happened, and ooh boy. Ooh boy. You know, you might, you might want to blame Endeavor for this one, but it's not their fault. Um, and a little over 24 hours after it was dead, with the help of Jonathan on the Discourse... Discourse? Yeah, right? I think like, that's... What the, that, yeah, I mean... <laughs> right. So it's because the Discourse... Discourse, the project has... Has their own Discourse, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the discourse, discourse. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Jonathan on the discourse, discourse helped get everything resurrected. It seemed, as I was reading through that thread, there was a bug that inadvertently obsoleted AMD Opteron, the AMD Opteron that the uh, Endeavor discourse was running on, among mm. a bunch of 10-ish-year-old CPUs that, um, yeah, just caused havoc for anybody and so what was funny is that i was going through this thread and i realized that uh not even the developers had intended for this to happen what ended up happening was you have to do some kind of local compilation during the installation of discourse or the mm -hmm. upgrade of discourse but something was snuck in there that though that instruction that, set yep. just did not work couldn't, couldn't on, handle yeah 
just couldn't do it. So it, it wasn't that Discourse meant to obsolete those CPUs. It was that a change that upgraded something that required it to be comp compiled on the local machine that just couldn't. Yeah. Uh, but um, so downside, Endeavor had to spend, uh, well, Endeavor as a team had to spend more money on newer machines, even though Discourse themselves got it fixed a couple of weeks right. later. But if you heard, they were up 24 hours later, not two weeks later. Right. So, yeah, Endeavor took care of the problem. Well, uh, Discourse did too eventually, but that would have led to a lot of downtime on the forum. Well, and, and you know, they're running on 10-year-old CPUs. It's we're getting close to time to upgrade hardware anyway, right? That, so, was, that was part of the discussion, right? right. Like it, nobody would have been running on these servers had they known that it was going to be right. uh, one of these types of events, right? They would have upgraded prior to this point, but nobody said anything. Yeah, it worked, it right? So why why yeah. change it? I get that. Right, and, and the discourse folks, as they mentioned in you know, the discourse, that's just so weird to say. The discourse <laughs> folks in their discourse did mention that it was not intentional. They did not mean to do this, but the damage was done. And yeah, anyway. So August 8th, Artemis Neo, just in time for the recording of yeah, the show. that's like recent. <laughs> <laughs> yep, more arch keyring fixes, so it'll never happen again, hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and a locale issue with Calamaris, and of course, better Endeavor OS mirror ranking. So not, yeah. not the arch uh, rankings, that already happens. Endeavor OS yep. rankings, uh, that is now uh, happening, so... Really cool stuff. But that's it. That was, that, that uh, as we're recording, now. Yeah, that was like two days ago. So yeah. we're current. We know everything there is to know about the history of Endeavor OS. Want to read the Linux news that matters as it unfolds? Head on over to our subreddit or our news channel on Discord, linuxuserspace.show slash reddit or linuxuserspace.show slash discord. And We've got Telegram and Matrix, too. Um, you know, just put Telegram and Matrix at the end of that linuxuserspace.show, and you'll land there, too. Yep. Telegram and Matrix, more for the chats. Uh, Discord for the chats, too, right? But more for the news. Yeah, got that, the, yeah nice news feed, plus us recording in our weekly live streams. Uh, you know, bi -weekly live you, streams. Yeah. If you do one of those tiers on that there Patreon, you mm -hmm. can uh, hear this as it records a little less, and then you can get it after the fact, which is kind of cool. Um, otherwise, you could just, you know, support the show. All right, Leo. So we've been doing this for a month. Um, we said uh, earlier that it was just kind of boring, but I don't know that that's a bad thing. So. How did it go for you? Uh, quite amazingly. You know, what I didn't have to do is um, install Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. DHCPD, uh, yeah, in, yeah. From, network yeah. manager. I didn't have to do any of that. That right. was just given to me. Yes. I loaded up the ISO. I chose ButterFS. I chose XFCE and GNOME. Um, you're right, because I wanted, I wanted the new. I wanted the new, new. And right. then I also wanted the flagship, if you can call it that. I think you can call it that, right? Um, just just to see. So, so you chose what, GNOME? 
uh, and XFCE. I, yeah, I, I kind of just like, you know flip flopped back and forth. I wanted I wanted to do both uh, because XFCE is the flagship, and I just I'm Gnome is growing on me, so I, I just tend to use it more and more these days. Um, you know, Cinnamon's still there, still uh, use it. It's what I'm on now, but still, I went a completely like different it. route. Just so you know, that I like one. I don't think I I don't think I've done on. Well, we must have done it once, but did did you have, use a window manager? No, no, I I chose Budgie. Okay, okay. I chose Budgie. Really? Yeah. How did that go? It went really well, actually. Um, I it's it's one I haven't used in a while, and I don't even think when we did Solus, when whenever that was back in season two, I guess. Did you not use Budgie back then? I don't even know if I did then because I almost think I did uh, KDE Plasma on Solus, but I don't remember. Um, I might've done Budgie then. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Right. Um, it's been a while, so I haven't used it. And so I chose Budgie and it was, it was pretty good. Very nice. I, I, I think, you know, so like you, you, you like cinnamon. It's very cinnamon like. It right? is. Um, Actually, I, I was in love with Budgie for a little while before, right. you know, like I was on cinnamon and then Budgie just has a little extra... I don't know what you call it. Like, um, has a little extra pizzazz to it. It does. So I'll 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 give you a bit of an analogy, and it's a it's not it's very rough. Uh, so I would say cinnamon is very Windows Seven ish feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would say Budgie is a little more Windows Ten ish feel to it. Not you know, completely true, but like. Leaning that direction, I could no, I can see yeah, because like you have I, a I Raven can... menu, so like your audio thingy, yeah, and, yeah, like that. That's sort of got that feel to it. Anyway, yeah, it was good for absolutely. me. I liked it. it. Yeah, and and right, and so you can't really talk too much about what Endeavor is in mm-hmm. Endeavor yeah. OS is because Endeavor OS is more just the tooling to get you up and running. But then once once you're there, once you've run like. EOS Quick Start because right. oh I forgot to install that group of packages um, during the install. Well, let me go. Let me go install that now. The, the multimedia this or right, right. You know, Office apps that that. Yep. Um, you know it's it's it, you're just you're just Arch. And at the yeah. top of the show, we were kind of you know back and forth thing about is it isn't it pure Arch or whatever. But Might not be pure Arch, but it still has all the Arch packaging. And right. the AUR is still there. Um, so like all of the software is there for you. So you all, you, all I'm saying is our doesn't ship with Paymac and Endeavor yeah. OS doesn't ship with Paymac. So well, that's true. <laughs> but you're not like grabbing for the flat pack or the snap or whatever to get your not software. Not immediately. For the most part, though, not even really, because like it is in the AUR or it is yeah. in the community repo. That is um, true. So you you don't. Like you gotta go deep to find something that doesn't doesn't come from there. Not that yeah, you can't, you know, but it it's really deep. The the thing that that gets me is that I mean I can pretty much live without the AUR for the most part. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things. Yeah, ninety five percent of what I need is in if if it's not in the base Arch repo, it's in the Arch community repo. Right. Like Discord's there. Yeah, community. That's in the community repo. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's one of the like. But, that, that's one of the reasons I have to use Flatpak on pretty much every distro ever is to get Discord. Discord. Yeah. But Arch just packages the thing, so I don't have to worry about it, and that's just really nice uh, on Endeavor, right? Right. 
So I, I guess I the, think the only it. other thing that I know you use is Brave. Brave browser mm. is in. You got to go to the AUR for that. That is correct. Um, Vivaldi, though, that's in the community repo. I'm pretty sure. So no way. I feel like it was. I don't feel like wow. I went to the AUR for that. So there's a divide there, um, and it, it may have to do with the amount of open sourceness that they have and 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 Maybe. whatnot, right? Because the only thing closed in v- in Vivaldi, it's source available, but not open source. Um, is the UI bits? Uh, you're not. You, yeah. And so, sorry, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I just did a quick search, just because, not that I didn't, didn't believe, believe you. I just wanted to, I just wanted to see it from a <laughs> trust but verify, Dan. That's fair. Trust but yeah, verify. You're good. I, and you're, and you're not, you're not joking. It's right there, Vivaldi, yeah. right there in the community and repo. Not, that's the only thing I can come up with was with the reason why, right? It's like yeah. the amount of open sourceness to it. And can't believe it. I, I don't know. Wow. If if I dumped Brave, and this is the five percent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um. If I dumped Brave, I wouldn't need the AUR unless I start getting all extra archy and, you know, oh, I need to install this thing that right. someone just now published right on GitHub. Get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But, you know, that's that's one of the fantastic things about Arch. That's mm-hmm. one of the fantastic things that Endeavor inherits from Arch right. is that you have a lot of the software way faster than most places. Yeah, I think uh, the speed of Flatpak is catching up. Uh, it's very it, close, it, right? Yeah. I mean, at, at least for desktop software, I think I think Flatpak yeah. yep. kind of wins it there because I use a lot of the GNOME stuff too, and that's oh, yeah. only Flatpak. Well, the, the Plasma um, stuff is. Uh, they, they, I actually just saw in their um, goals. They 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 went out to the community to find out their goals for roadmap, basically. One of their goals is actually to put Flatpak as a first, you know, <gasps> first place, uh, first Ooh. first avenue to publish. All right. So, um, I mean, the KDE folks are looking at that stuff, too. You know what? It it seems to me more and more, and I know this is not even really on the topic, Snap's great for the server, Flatpak's great for the mm-hmm. desktop, and, yeah. you know, that, anyway, that's off topic. That's not what we're talking about. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> But it's true. But like, so software availability is a big thing with yeah. Endeavor because you have Arch and right. AUR and it's just there. Yeah. And if you wanted to, which kind of rolls it back in, you could install Flatpak. You could mm-hmm. install you could. SnapD yep, if those are the things that you that you want or if you just prefer to get your software that way. And with GNOME and KDE saying, you know, Flatpak first, right. then – Maybe you do want to change or add it to the mixture of how you're getting your software because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's first party, right? And that's one of yep. the big things uh, that that I try to do because I still use Bitwarden as an app image on the. It's the only app image I use mm-hmm. because Bitwarden publishes themselves an app image. They they endorse right. the other ones, but well, they do Bit snap Warden, too. But like, if you don't have snaps, then like, yeah, you're looking to the app image probably. Right. Exactly. And I'm on Mint, right? So Flatpak. So, right. So I'm just right. app image on that I one. I agree with that. But, uh, so, I mean, Endeavor OS has got quite yeah, yeah. a few of these helper applications. I mentioned the Quick Start one, yep. which is, uh, you know, like I said, if you forget like a bundle of apps that you, you know, didn't get on the install, that one's great. The The welcome screen, though. It's very is... basic, but boy, it like 
it's key. It comes in key with the timing. So you get it when you first launch. And yep. like one of the first buttons that you see there is to rank your mirrors, right? Yeah. And set up your set up your mirrors on Arch because that's that's one of the things you would do in your Arch install. Kind of set important. Up your, yeah, set up your mirrors so that you can get your get your applications. So very clutch in the timing. I feel like is yes. the welcome screen. Yes, and the second button. Yep. Is update your system. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get the mirrors I, updated, then you're gonna update your system. That's that's like one, two, and that's that's the way it should be. Yeah. The the thing about uh Endeavor is uh I never throughout the whole month disabled the welcome screen I did not on either. startup. Nope. nope. Every other distribution, every single distribution I've ever used in Linux, the first thing to go is don't show me that again. I don't. Yeah. I've made my choices. I've done my things. Don't ever show that to me again. Not Endeavor because we're on an R-Space distro where updates are paramount. Yeah. And, and, the the longer yeah. you wait, the more risk you're taking. So you it just every time I every time I logged in, mm-hmm. yep, update the system. Go ahead. Go ahead and do that. Well, in the times that I didn't, like um, it was still sitting there or if I like suspended and then I came back. The update notifier actually did a pretty good job of letting me know when there were packages to update right. to. Okay, so, well, I, I so don't think I saw I think, that because I like. <laughs> I only had it like, a couple yeah. of times. I only had it a couple of times, <laughs> and like I said, I, I'd like you know close the lid and you know put it in suspend, and then right. I came back to it, and it's like, oh yeah, hey, you got updates here. Um, you know, I didn't yeah. see the welcome again because well, I I wasn't a fresh login. It was just a oh, waking true. up, right? And uh, that's when it realized you got updates. Um, and only a couple of times really did it bug me with that. It didn't bug me. It just notified me. Um, and that was a nice little touch, I feel like. Um, and with Arch, that's kind of key, I guess, to remind you to make sure you, you're you at least weekly probably doing updates. Um you know, because you don't want to get too far behind. Right, um, yeah. Th- it, things can happen that, that aren't good for you. Yeah, can happen. Uh, not normally do they happen, but no, I mean, but, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, if you want to mitigate that, I guess. Yeah, you, you're risking a lot by waiting a long time. So, I mean, you know, keep up with them. But, um, but the, speaking of kind of like staying on the cusp of information. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a huge thing, but one thing that I really did appreciate was that they have an EOS Arch News uh, application, mm-hmm. and I would I I don't know I probably launched it a whole four times, but the fact that it was super easy, like I didn't have to remember to go you know okay go Google Arch News right. and then click on the link or whatever it was built in, and all it really did was it it launched Firefox to the white to the right web address so mm-hmm. that I could make sure that I'm you know, that key ring changing again, or, right. you know, like, do you need to manually intervene on, you know, this package is coming down, be ready, because this is going to break. Endeavor's not going to save you from that. You have to, you know, no, pay you've attention. you've got to know how to take care of that, yeah. Right. I mean, they give you the instructions to take care of, of it, but you've got to know enough to go looking for that a little bit. Right, and then when it breaks... Because mm-hmm. you weren't paying attention, and then you go yeah, to the Endeavor OS forum, yeah. they're getting that information straight right. from the Arch News. So, For the most part, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. If you keep up with that, not that you don't want to go to the forum, you just 
maybe don't want to go to the forum with a problem. You go, you go, well, you go, you know, post some turkey mugs. That's yeah. that's the thing. That's what you want to go do on the forum. Right. But, you know, of course, if you have a problem, that's one of the best things about Endeavor is that the community, by and large, of course, there's always a troll. There's always a troll. Well, everywhere, but, yeah. But, by and large, everybody's really cool over no, there. No, very cool. I was super impressed with the forums. And, like, so you did mention the news thing. They actually do have a category that is for mm-hmm. important news right there on the forum. So, right. if you just want to go look at nothing else, at least pay attention to that, I suppose. Exactly, exactly. The um, announcements are cool, too, because then you know yep. when the new ISO's coming out, you know when uh, yep. uh, big changes to, like, the Welcome app or whatever, all, all the other EOS apps But it's very are... broken up, too. Like, if you're looking for um, something that's uh, desktop environment-related, uh, um, they had that. Like, each, each you know, any idiosyncrasy that was going on with a, a DE, they could tell you. And... Architecture, too, because, like, they had the whole ARM section and on top oh, yeah. of that, the desktop environment. Like, it, it just – it goes on and on, um, like, how well it's broken out with the information so that you can just get the thing you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I think, overall, Endeavor OS still is the community. Yeah, absolutely. That is the thing that separates it probably from all of the other derivatives, right? I mean, they have all got their own little, you know, niche. But I think the forum, the community there is the thing that that really draws the attention. It really ties the room together. Yep. I mean, if, if you ask me, because my opinion is uh, very respected in all of the Linux communities. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's, that's the best thing about Endeavor OS. When you have a problem, Wait, they it, will help you sort it out. When you, when you have a question, they will yeah. do their best to answer or at least give you the right information. And that, I think, is, is exactly what Brian and the original group wanted to keep yeah. from Antergos. Sure. And I think they succeeded. Distro well, or not. I was just going to say, it all stems from the leadership. Yeah. The leadership, you know, uh, encourages the, the, the community aspect of it. Because anytime I've ever had any interaction with any of them, and that's been few, don't get me wrong. Um, it's not a lot. But like the few times that I have, it's been nothing but fantastic. Nothing but yeah. fantastic. They're great Absolutely. People. Exactly. So that's it. If you want a good community, if you want to stay on Arch, right? Like none of this mm-hmm. holding back for two weeks or whatever it is. You know, you just, just yep. arch straight to yep. the face. Arch, yep. But you don't want to slog through setting it up. Yep. Um, Endeavor OS is right there. We did Arco cool. a while back. That's also very kind good. Of Right. It's kind of in the same niche where. Yeah, it's got a community, but it's a learning community. So it's a different aspect of it. Right. Right. Exactly. So our Arco is is more about, you know, building yourself up and learning everything you need to know so that you can leave Arco. But you know where you end up? And probably just Endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe Arch (laughs) or Endeavor. Right. 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 But we talked about Garuda as well. And very similar vein over there as well. But they've got a little different focus on. They they heavily customize things. Oh so yeah, d- just a very different focus, and they give you a lot different tools. Um, n- 
like neither is bad. None none of them are bad. It's just different. Of course not. Different. Right. Different goal. Different. Well, what do they say? Target. Different strokes for yeah, different. Yeah, for different. Yeah, different target. <laughs> um. So, um, if you want it to be a little more arch like and very simple and uh, just a couple of you know nice nice touches, I think Endeavor is a good choice. Yeah, no, it, it it absolutely is, and it's it's making me want to just leave it there forever, just to see how long I can get an Arch installed to live, All and right. not um, not yeah. blow itself up. You know, not 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 that Arch blows itself up a lot, but I'll forget about it for two weeks. Well, it's it's what you do to it. It's not uh, it's not yeah, well, what it does to you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I guarantee you, the the thing that's going to blow it up is that I didn't watch the news. Before mm-hmm. I update, missed, missed and then I update, yeah. and then and then now I'm at TTY one. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's how. That's what's going to happen, right? And it, it won't right. be anybody's fault but mine. But still, um, I want to. I kind of want to see how long it's going to last. So hmm, interesting. I, I guess to kind of wrap it all up, right? We we always end these segments, except for that one time that we forgot to. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoops. I'm sure it was uh, only one, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, it was only one because that episode went way too long. Yeah, it did. Um, are you going to keep it? And I mean, obviously my answer is yeah. I'm going to keep it for, hmm, you know, as long as it, it, once it peters out, then okay, maybe I'll put something else on it. Maybe, maybe I'll just reinstall Endeavor. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep this because I kind of like Arch, and Endeavor OS takes a lot of the guesswork out of, well, it's not, not even really guesswork, but uh, it takes a lot of the pain out of setting up a base Arch install. But then, once you get it, it's just Arch. Yeah, so That's true. You yep. know, don't, don't forget to update, and don't forget to read the news, and it's Arch. So, there you go. What about you? I don't know if I'm going to keep it or not, but um, I do like it. Don't get me wrong. It's something I could come back to. And especially if like sometimes you want to test something and you want to yeah. go, you, you, you want to pick an arch distro to test it in. I could totally picture myself using it for something like that because setup is very easy out of the box. Um, just very. You know, a few clicks, right? And you're there. So from that aspect, setting up a new machine and and having that available to you um, has a lot of appeal, I think. Um, I I don't generally keep a lot of Arch things going necessarily, but I guess I could. Not not because they blow up, just no, not because they blow up. (laughs) Most of the time, I move on to something else because that's what we that's what we do here. (laughs) Yeah, well, you you should have just been reading the news, Dan. That's why it blew up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but um, I do like it. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't read me as like throwing it away, never going back to it again. Um, had a good experience, but probably won't keep it. Okay. Yeah, good experience is right. I had a really good experience with it. Uh, make sure to get all the great links that we have right on over at linuxuserspace.show. Yeah, if you forgot, if you forgot to, uh, you know, go to YouTube or the Reddit yeah, yeah, or the yeah. Discord or the Telegram or the Matrix or the or the, or, they're all there's there. There's more. There's more. There's more. Right. So take take a second, go there now, and then you know, get, gather up all the links that you need. And you can send us an email, uh, contact at linuxuserspace.show. Uh, next up is the first of our focus sessions. Um, yeah, we got to focus twice nowadays. What's up with this? I know. <laughs> so we're going to focus on one that we've kind of focused on before, but it's been rebranded and retuned and 
I don't know. I'm going to say maybe better even like. Do like, they have I a like self-playing piano? That's that. I mm. think that's that's the that's the one thing that that well, that's they what the may not got. have. Yeah. Ah, see, right. Um, I, I, now I'm sold. I'm sold. I think the branding has definitely improved. So I, I like it a lot. It's fun. <laughs> it's very fun. It's a Saturday night, and those little, those little flip flapper doors. What do you what do you call those? I mean, yeah, I they're not the saloon doors. I guess. I guess. I'm not yeah. sure. Anyway, we're you talking know. about the Linux saloon. Ooh. So Saturday nights, um, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, uh, head on over to the Linux Saloon, and you can join in the lug. Um, Cubicle Nate, he'll be your host, and he's got a he's got a, a cast of characters that that follow along with him too, and they're great. They're great. Yeah, always, yeah. always. It's always a good time over there. I I have not been in. Yeah, yeah, I know. Quite, time, quite time, long, time gets quite away a long from time. I do yeah. listen though every week. Um, I really do. It's it's one of the ones on my list. Um, haven't made it. I made it to the YouTube chat a few times. But... Yeah, that's that's normally where I hang out these days because Saturdays tend to be. Oh yeah, uh, that's you know, me too. Like I got, I got it. We have kids, uh, right? And yeah. they're 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 active people. That's the and... one. And uh, <laughs> it's they need us to drive them around a lot, so there's that too. So yeah, I get yep. it. Does take up a lot of time, but I do find myself waiting or uh, yeah, in a know, parking lot someplace, yeah. waiting for a sporting event to end or something. I'll and and you know what on. I do? I go harass people mm-hmm. on the YouTube chat. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly. how I do it. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Same. But I I always enjoy the show. They have. News flight, which is, uh, I think by the time this episode comes out, that will have already happened. So they'll have more more topics and things like that to talk about. But mm-hmm. news flight is, you know, essentially just going through a lot of the what's happening today, yeah. this week, this last week, this last couple of weeks, and kind of going through a lug. What it, what it, what is your take on right, this right. particular on, happening? On is it good articles. or bad? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they've also taken to uh, doing like app exploration. Yeah, so they app, used to appetizer. do dis- distro. Yeah. Ah, that, oh, see, I forgot what it was called. Yeah. The, uh, the distro explorations, but now we're doing the appetizer. See, express. Oh, oh. now mm. okay, all right, all yep, right. Yep, but yep, yep. the appetizer, right? And and so they'll they'll spend a lot of time, like we tend to do with we our do. app focus. Looking at apps rather than distros, yep. and that I think is is can only be a good thing. It is an absolutely good thing it to is. to really focus on. Doesn't matter what distro you're on, go get this app because right. that'll solve a problem for you. And you can arch by the way all you want, but they can run it on Ubuntu two and Fedora two and everything else in between. Right, exactly. So it's good stuff. So it, if you haven't great, checked great out, yeah, if you haven't checked out. The Linux Saloon, go wet your whistle at mm-hmm. the uh, the old dusty Linux Saloon down yonder. All right, Leo. Time for the second focus. Get me, get me focused up. Okay, all right. We're focusing one more time. And in honor of uh, the terminal-centric distro we just chronicled the history of, mm-hmm. we got to talk about a terminal- app i think so there is one meme that will never die in the linux community and that is like 
RMRFing star, Ooh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You can you can RMRF root, but if you RMRF root star, like slash star, yeah, um, a little. You little, should get a little. warning, but like, if you mm. don't, you're gonna have a problem. Yeah, because it'll just yeet it right out of oh, your disc, God. man. Just go. Like, okay, Yoink. maybe if you pull the plug. Put the disc into like a disc recovery software or whatever, and you can probably bring that stuff back. But, you know, give it about 30 and a half seconds and like it'll overwrite a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, stop what we're using talking about. RM. Stop. Just, <laughs> right. Just... What you need to use is trash. So, exactly. Trash dash. CLI, go get it. Don't even don't even wait for me to tell you what this is. You already know what this is. Go install trash dash CLI because RM is is tough, man. It'll it'll just throw it right out and that's forever. It's forever. <laughs> that, that's a good way to put it. RM <laughs> is forever. And trash. Puts it in the trash. Like, yeah, it's I still think there in the bin, right next to right? the. Yeah, it's right there. It's been a little while since I've actually drug anything into the trash icon. I used to do that back in the Windows 98 yep. days. But mm -hmm. now it's, you know, right click, remove, or just hit the delete key. And that's the default behavior. And I think a lot of times when people use RM, they kind of get that same feel, right? Because we're right. on a desktop 99% right. of the time. Sure. And so. You know, deleting something is just putting it in the trash. And so why didn't RM just put it in the trash? Well, RM was made a long time ago. And yeah, absolutely. still behaves mm -hmm. the way it was programmed to behave. Uh, but enter trash. And it's the same trash can that you got on your desktop that that your, that your desktop environment's using. So exactly. it's the same place. We're using the same thing. It's just right? using so, the right command. So if you're if you're a weirdo like me and you're in the in the CLI and you decide you want to you want to get rid of something and you decide that you want to trash it and then an hour later you're clicking around surfing the web doing some things and then you're like oh wait a minute I do need that right. you can double click on the trash and there it is right. that that is just one of the coolest features of that right like you can launch GUI apps out of the terminal why not use the same trash that you're using in the GUI on the command line. It just makes sense. Makes sense to me. And I, I think, so here's one of the coolest things I think you can absolutely do with this. Um, nifty little trick. Say you want to remove everything that's in, in your trash. Like you just keep putting it all in your trash, right? And it's kind of filling up maybe. But say you want to move everything that's like you put in there a week ago or older. And mm -hmm. you could just do a trash empty seven for seven days <gasps> it'll remove everything that's seven day that you put in there seven days ago and before and those are gone that's amazing you, okay. you can pick a number pick a number like of days and 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 like you know and if you really wanted to trash is very keen on on being used in a script or something so you could set up well, a cron, cron job or a system d yep. timer and then um you know like have it set to be like Every couple of weeks, it's just going to clean out your trash for you. That that was my first thought. I did not know that it could that that it would work that way. Mm -hmm. I'm not that cool. Uh, well, I am now because I know it. But right. my first thought was just cron job every night trash thirty. 
Like uh, uh, what? Yeah. What is it? Trash Trash RM thirty? Is that how it? Uh, it's a uh, Trash Empty. Trash, trash empty. empty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Trash RM is for individual files. Trash Empty is and then right giving it the thirty. So yeah, do that every night, and then you'll only have the the most yeah. recent thirty days of yep. trash. Or yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, pick, fourteen pick days time. or seven yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you're comfortable with. Wow. Okay. I liked Trash CLI before. I like Trash CLI even more now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I, I think like it's, that. It's super cool. That's one of my favorite things about the whole thing right there. Is it, wow. Is it, it, can, it, it knows when you manipulated the file and put it in there. So it's keeping tabs on that. And so right. it can say, yeah, sure. That one's been there for a couple of weeks. We're, we're going to get rid of it now. Hold on. So you're saying that Trash CLI reads metadata? Yeah, must must be how it works, right? It's, it's amazing. All right, it's, <laughs> it's running local. I'm okay with this, right? Okay, yeah, okay. No. I mean, I mean, it's like, yeah. So you moved it there, so it knows. So that's cool. That's fantastic, right? And right, uh, what what better app to have on a terminal centric distro where you know you're gonna be deleting stuff? You're going mm-hmm. to do that, and. This will save you a little bit of heartache when you realize, oops, I didn't actually mean to do. You're going to have to adjust a little of your muscle memory here because RM is so easy to type. But still, I mean, that's just nice. It's a slick tool. It's super nice. Very cool. So there isn't too much to say. I mean, it's pretty simple and powerful, just like Arch and Endeavor. So next time uh, is a topic-based feedback show. So we'll have some feedback items, I'm sure, and some topics. But we also plan to have the next in our editor series. So um, that should be super exciting. We'll get some history on VI Vim, I think, is the next one that we, we planned on doing. So Oh, yeah. I forgot we were doing that. Yeah, so we're gonna. We're, <laughs> you forgot we were doing that, but that's okay. I remembered. It's all good. Like we planned out like a month and a half here before the show. So Definitely cool. just a one and done thing. After Ed, I thought we were done. Nah, okay, we're gonna Vim. hit a couple. Of, we're, we're gonna hit a couple of more. Um, so Vi Vim is is the is the plan. Um, they're obviously separate, but they've you know they're they're a little bit merged. I, I so think, we're gonna hit I them both today, together. Today they're interchangeable when you're just talking about them. I yeah. think the the M in Vim, well, sta- I mean, obviously stands for improved. Yeah, right? absolutely. And right. so it has flavor that VI doesn't doesn't have. Um, but we're gonna build them together because, right. like, we just you know we only got so many shows. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, we're we're just trying to yeah we're just we're gonna get it over with. <laughs> so we're 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 gonna do those, and that's gonna be fun. And then we'll probably have a feedback topic or two, and uh, maybe even some news things. So that's our next show. And uncharacteristically, not us. Wait, un- uncharacteristically, Leo and Dan. Uh, we actually have planned out a few of our distros. We did so. Hmm, the first of which, drum roll, please. Clear Linux. Yep, Ooh. we're gonna do Clear Linux. Okay, so, so all I know about this distro is that it's like fast. All the all the benchmarks put it faster. Than yep. everything else, so you know, Intel, in, Intel, Intel started this project. They and, did, yep. Um, there, there, yeah. There's a whole, there's a whole thing. We'll tell you about it in a month. Uh, 
It, it may be a flop. It may be a hit. We don't know. We don't know yet. But it. But one thing is for sure, it's kind of fast. Yeah. Well, and we'll get to the history anyway. So stay tuned. Tell us things on Reddit, Twitter, Mastodon, Telegram, Matrix, Discord, whatever. Um, however you do it, join the conversation. All the links in the show notes and on linuxuserspace.show. So, Dan, now that we're saying goodbye, where can we find you in between each episode? So you can find me at KC2BZ at Mastodon.technology. Ooh, going with the Mastodon today. Well, yeah. in that case, you can find me at Leo Chavez at Mastodon.social. Come back in two weeks when we return for more Linux user space. Slackware 16. I don't know. Good for them, though. That's that's funny. Yeah, I know, right? Get some publicity on that. Oh, Slacks is now based on Slackware again. They have multiple. Yeah, yeah. Well, after Slack, I, I guess he just ran out of time. Started doing other stuff. Uh, basing it on Debian or Ubuntu, I can't remember. Just and then bouncing around waiting for the latest release of something. Yeah, 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 I guess. And then Slackware came out, and all of a sudden he's got time. So, hmm, maybe that was it. Ooh, FreeBSD's number 20. We could do FreeBSD. The hist- oh, no, the history on that would be insane. No, oh, actually. Uh, the history of FreeBSD will probably be just as terrible as Debian, so maybe next season. <laughs> <laughs>